Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You want to support Roller March Unfiltered? Be sure to join our Bring the Funk fan club. Every dollar that you give to us supports our daily digital show. There's only one daily digital show out here that keeps it black and keep it real as Roller Martin Unfiltered. Support the Roller Martin Unfiltered daily digital show by going to rollermartinunfiltered.com. You can make this possible. All right, y'all. <laughs> Let's talk about Lord have mercy, Donald Trump. I'm, I'm going to get to the booze in a second that took place uh, at the World Series. But first off, y'all, uh, on Friday, that was this weekend, that was a forum that took place on the campus of Benedict College in Columbia, South Carolina. It was the 2020 Bipartisan Justice Center. The whole goal was to talk about criminal justice reform. It was a presidential forum. Ten Democratic candidates were invited. Then Donald Trump also was invited. But things begin to change because Trump goes there and he doesn't take questions. He gives a speech. Then he gets awarded by the 2020 Justice Center, was ticked off a whole lot of people. They're trying to figure out what in the hell is going on. Senator Kamala Harris, she lit it up by saying, I ain't showing up. And then Steve Benjamin, the mayor of Columbia, said, I will organize an event for her on the campus to allow all students and others to attend. And then when she protested, it caused the original sponsor 
pull out and being at the college took over the form. What in the world went on? I said, well, one of the co-chairs is Tashara Jones. She is the treasurer in St. Louis. She's also the Democratic uh, co-chair for the 2020 Bipartisan Justice Committee. Tashara, glad to have you here. First and foremost, uh, I'm trying to understand, okay, so was Donald Trump supposed to come there, speak, and take questions? Because this morning when I talked to the president of Benedict College, she said that was the original plan, but then the White House declared Friday an official White House event, which changed everything. What happened? So Dr. Roslyn Artis is definitely correct. The White House changed it to an official White House event, which means that then they took over everything, uh, who could be in the room and everything. So once they changed it, it was out of our hands. All right. So why were they allowed to change it? Why didn't your group say, no, you are a declared candidate. These are the original rules. This is how we're going to proceed. And either you could accept those rules or not. Well, I, I'll, I'm not trying to throw any of my cohorts under the bus, but I wasn't involved in the discussions to arrange his visit. Whoa, 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 uh, hold we, You're the co-chair. But I am the Dem we have a Democratic co-chair right. and we have a Republican co-chair. And, and, and so I, I think of those as caucuses, right? So I, my responsibility was to make sure that we could get as many Democratic candidates there. Okay, but, but if this is a bipartisan effort, I, I, again, I don't understand how y'all work, but if this is a bipartisan effort, I would think that both sides are sitting at the table going over the plans, going over who gets there. So, for instance, uh, I was told I, I was told that um, that uh, Governor Weld, Joe Walsh, and Mark Sanford were invited. Well, they've been sitting on social media. No one contacted them, and they were trying to get invited. Do you, Can you answer that? I cannot, because, again, all I was responsible for was the Democratic side. As a Democratic co-chair, I was in, con in conversation with uh, the campaigns that I can get in touch with um, to to see if they wanted to come to send them letters of invitation to confirm the details, to confirm, you know, to pass them off, to make sure, you know, what what part of the schedule, which day they were on, because we split them up between Saturday and Sunday. And that was my responsibility. So who handled the Republican stuff? So as, as far as I know, our our other our Republican members handled the Republican side. So that's our founder, Ashley Bell. He's a Republican. Um, and and I know that he was in close contact with the administration to try to see if the president was going to come. But here's the problem. Why was Ashley Bell even involved? Because Ashley Bell works for the administration. Well, you're going to have to ask those questions to Ashley Bell. Um, and I can't speak for, you know, the, the wins or the whys or the whats. But what I can say is that we made history this weekend. You know, we had a major presidential forum thrown by a black organization on a black college, uh, one of the number one HBCUs, right, Benedict College. Um, and got and many of the students there got a chance to interact with and interview uh, the, the Democratic presidential candidates about the number one issue that's important to black people, which is criminal justice reform. But what did happen, though, of course, after Trump spoke, first of all, this award that he received, was it your group that gave him the award? Were you aware he was getting this award? Was that decided by both sides? Or, does, or like, how did that happen? So I unfortunately was not aware that, uh, that there was even a plan for an award. Um, and I didn't 
I didn't arrive on campus until Saturday night. All right. Um, so, because, okay. I'm, okay. I'm, yeah. I, I, I'm just confused. I, I'm just being straight up. Uh, I, I'm, I'm familiar with the group in that uh, I remember some stuff that in 2016, they were trying to get me to attend a particular event, but I'm really confused here. Okay. So this is just sort of how, how my brain works. Mm-hmm. If, if, if I'm a part of a bipartisan group, then I'm thinking that the Democratic people, black people, are sitting in a room with the Republican black people and both are communicating over all of the details so we're on one page. So you're, so what you're saying is that you didn't know what the Republican stuff was happening. They didn't know what was happening on the Democratic side. You don't know that an award was given. I, I, so is that how business is done on everything in this group? No, Roland, and, and you're right. You know, I, I believe that this was, you know, a, a huge um, uh, fallout of communication within our group. And, and I will take uh, responsibility for, for that as well, because, again, I didn't know. I was, you know, I'll be totally honest with you. I was at homecoming at Hampton. And I started getting text messages on Saturday saying, hey, you know, did you know Trump got an award? And uh, and I didn't know. So, you know, a lot of our membership was blindsided. But, you know, we're also learning a lesson from this. Um, You know, we can we can either uh, take this as a learning experience and move forward in in in, in, in a more organized fashion or not. And I think we're going to do we're going to do just that. We're going to make sure that we are all on the same page that every, everything is communicated um, and that everybody is on, again, that everybody's on the same page with all of the details going forward. So, for instance, so one report said that only nine Benedict students were able to attend. When I talked to Dr. Artis this morning, she said there were another 30-some-odd students. She said she counted them. The room only held 267. So who, who are the people who were invited on Friday? So, and even that, it was a White House event. Did they determine... Who got invited or did your group did? No. So, again, when the White House declared it an official visit, they made all of the invitations. So it was South Carolina uh, politicians and and their guests and White House staff and press corps. Uh, So when they take over, you know, we lose control of of the event. Uh, But there but just like Dr. Artis said. There were more than 10, 10 students in the in the auditorium. You know, it seats two hundred and sixty seven, um, and there were over thirty in attendance. What, was so, so from your perspective? First, was it wrong for him to be given an award? Two, was it wrong for this to become an official White House event? Three, was it wrong for him not to take questions? So just from my perspective, Tashara Jones, not speaking as the Democratic co-chair of 2020, so just me and you, no, I would not have given him a award. I think he should have taken questions from the students. And what was your third question? The third question is, um, should they have been able to take over your event? I don't agree with that. 
Um, but, you know, the White House does a lot of things that I don't agree with. So, Senator, um, I think that th go ahead. This was an this was an opportunity for for students to to have one on one interaction with the president. And and that didn't happen. Senator Kamala Harris was supposed to be there on Saturday. She said that she was going to pull out of the event uh, in protest, was going to have her own event. Then we were told that uh, the 2020 pulled out as the presenting sponsor and Bandit College took over the event. You said you got there on Saturday. Is that what happened? Uh, uh, no, I, I wouldn't say that is exactly what happened because I spoke Saturday or Sunday morning um, and also closed out the uh, the event by giving students the instructions for the HBCU straw poll that we're conducting with all the HBCUs in South Carolina. Um, but I will say that, you know, our staff was still there interviewing the candidates. Uh, every candidate that was interviewed on Saturday and Sunday was interviewed by a 2020 member or introduced by a 2020 member. Um, and also our staff was behind the scenes um, helping with production uh, for the event. So, so it was so basically it was still a 2020 event. Uh, in conjunction with Benedict College, you know, I want to make sure that Benedict College gets its due. You know, their staff and faculty and students really showed up and, and made this event a success. But it's, but it's also, to be perfectly honest, it made Benedict look bad. Yeah. Uh, because people on social media uh, were trashing the university, were critical of the university, um, and, and, and frankly, they've had to go into damage control. Uh, initial reports said that uh, students were locked down in dormitories, forbidden to leave. In talking to President Arda, she said that it's common when you have motorcades, uh, the presidential motorcade right. coming. She said the same thing happened right. when President Obama uh, came to campus. Um, and so with all this drama around it uh, actually hurt ben Benedict. Yeah, and I would I would also say it, it hurt our organization as well. Um, when the White House changed it to an official visit, um, you know, protocols changed and guest lists changed and a whole host of things just, you know, were up, you know, just thrown up in the air uh, and we had to adapt. Um, but I would say that Saturday and Sunday, I spoke to some students myself, spoke to some other people who attended. Uh, the students really enjoyed themselves. Um, and again, were able to interact uh, with candidates. I was backstage with several of them as they were interviewing Elizabeth Warren and, and really giving her some hard questions. Uh, so I, I don't think that that would have, you know, we have to have these conversations about criminal justice reform and why not on an HBCU campus because it affects our kids more than anybody else. All right, then. Uh, I, would, uh, I would love to, uh, to connect with the Republican co-chair to have them on this show to explain uh, what took place. I think they have some answering to do and they, they need to do so and talk directly to black people because this was positioned as a black organization, a group of black Democrats and Republicans talking about criminal justice reform and frankly that got overshadowed as a result of what took place here. It did. It did. And that's unfortunate. But I also think that, you know, we want people to remember that, again, we made history by having this important discussion with uh, with 11, with 10 candidates and a sitting president on the campus of an HBCU. And one of those 10 candidates may well be our next sitting president. Uh, so they hopefully will remember this this visit, the time that they spent with with the students of, of, eight, of one of the number one, one of the top universities uh, in the HBCU network. All right, Tashara Jones, we certainly appreciate it. Thank you so very much. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Good All to right. see you. Thank you. I want to go to our panel here. Bottom line is... Um, the Democratic side, people in this group here, they got screwed. They did. And I, I, I just don't understand how you have a 
bipartisan organization that don't do stuff in a bipartisan way. No, they deal, they're, they're, it's like two different organizations under right. one umbrella dealing with parallel tracks. Benedict College got played. What you had on Friday was a Trump rally on an HBCU campus. They flew in Republicans from across the country. Uh, this Ashley person... Ashley uh, Bell, yeah. again, who, who well, used to be a Democrat, flipped to Republican. Ashley worked for the administration. So, so he's, he's a founder of the group but, when he was a Democrat. But he works for the administration. Why in the hell is he involved in the planning of this event when he worked for one of the declared candidates? So, you know, basically, again, I, I, it's, it's regrettable that the college got played because it's always good to see people on an HBCU campus. But this was a Trump rally on an HBCU campus. And he did not And engage... that's what he wanted. He wanted the photo op. And yeah. Walter Kimbrough, the president of Dillard, he tweeted, he said... I won't call this a Trump visit to an HBCU unless he took questions from HBCU students. And he, and he wouldn't take questions. Students were sequestered. They were told to either go home for the weekend or stay in their dormitories. True, uh, whatever, there's a motorcade, there is some security. But young people, were their First Amendment rights were shut down. Many of them want to protest. They were not able to do that. They were told that if they did anything, they would be subject to disciplinary action. Now, back in my day in the 70s, you could, all you had to do is tell me I was going to get disciplinary action, and I'm like, okay, it's on. But um, young people these days are a lot more cautious, and obviously your parents are not sending you to school to uh, get kicked out. But this, it, this was horrible, Roland. It was, I was so disappointed and just repulsed by the way that man used black people. Uh, Avis, so now we know the reports that that the sponsor pulled out was a lie. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Uh, well, here's the thing. What happened here was that the Trump employee, who is yes. the co-founder of this uh, organization, colluded with the people in the White House to provide this uh, photo op- opportunity for him at an HBCU where he could give them this him this award. And I'm told two uh, people were for the White House were involved. Ashley Bell and Jerron Smith. The same Jerron Smith who went on Don Lemon's show on CNN Friday night defending what took place, I'm told, by Republicans and Democrats, mm. that they were heavily involved in the planning of this entire event. Well, were the candidates, were, were folks on the other c- campaigns, were they heavily involved? That they they flipped this whole thing. It was and supposed to, on Friday. It was supposed to be a speech and a Q and A. They turn it to a White House event, knowing full well they take everything over. Absolutely. That this was not. She found out about it at the last minute. But let me tell you, this was not a last minute decision. Nope. Okay. It took time. <laughs> you don't to move the president that. in exactly. the last minute decision. There's an advanced teams exactly. that are involved. Exactly. This was planned from the beginning, and she got played. And I don't understand how she can trust them moving forward to do anything with them moving forward. I, I, just, I don't even I understand do how they have an organization. I yeah. mean, it's supposed to be a bipartisan organization. Republicans over here, Democrats over here. You're not talking. And but. It's the other thing is, I mean, President Roz Artis has talked about, has been very defensive, and she, either she got played or she colluded. No, no. I, I, I don't think I, no. she was in on I it. I don't think she colluded. I, here, here's, here's what I think happened. And again, in talking to her today, I think what happened here was, here was an organization that says, we want to hold this event on your campus. Okay, great. Just like ABC had the debate on the campus of TSU. They come to you and say, it's going to be bipartisan. We're inviting Republicans and Democrats. As the organization, you put the event on. Benedict says, no problem. We'll avail ourselves to it. We're in a state where it's going to be crucial to black voters in South Carolina. And all of a sudden, internal politics 
where they don't know what in the hell is going on here, where the Republicans are like, yo, guess what? We can flip this thing and we'll get the we'll get we'll get the photo op of Trump coming to an HBCU and we'll call this thing a White House event. And guess what? No question. It's game on. Yeah. Then of course, then all of a sudden, Senator Kamala Harris blows this thing up, says, I ain't coming. And then, according to artists, the rules were changed. She said that uh, initially the Democratic candidates agreed to to have remarks and then a Q and A. Mm-hmm. After what Trump did on Friday, she said to me this morning on the Tom Jordan Morning Show, she said that they gave the candidates options: Do you want to solely give a speech and no questions, or do you want six, six, six of the do the original rules, question and Q and A? They all chose uh, uh, comments as uh, comments and then also uh, Q and A. But the p- problem, which I think Harris is right. Trump should have had to answer questions. Absolutely. He should have had to answer questions because the, he touts the First Step Act. But by asking questions, they would have been able to ask him about why is it that you are against police consent decrees? Why are you using federal prisons? Why are you sitting here uh, on one hand talking about I'm touting first criminal justice reform but over here contributing to mass incarceration? Never getting to ask any questions because now it's a White House event. That was the game. Benedict got played. And this is why the message to any HBCU moving forward is you you should be involved in every every step of the way, way, all the planning, and you know what all the rules are, and you say, unless these things happen, no candidate will be able to step foot on this campus to avoid the photo op and getting played. Absolutely. But you know, what are the things... I was going to say super quickly. This was advertised as a candidate forum. A presidential forum. Exactly. He was not supposed to. It was not characterized that he would come there, Trump, to give a speech. He was supposed to be a forum participant just like the rest of them. The other thing, though, Abe... But guess what? But again, all the Republicans didn't get invited. Right. Which which says, Ashley Bell, Jerron Smith... How and to all the Republicans in this in this 2020, did y'all collude to keep the Absolutely. other Republicans out? Absolutely, and, and of they course did. they did. But the other thing, Avis, you said earlier, this is you don't move a president around; it's not last minute. No. So I do believe. I mean, the Benedict College has a security force. Uh, they have uh, people who do logistics. This was not a surprise. And I, I, I remember he was still coming. So first of all, the logistics side, he was still coming. What changed? Is that so? You had, this, you had the same advanced team, same security, whether he was in a form or giving a speech. The difference by making it in the White House form is that they begin to invite the other outside people. Right. That's the difference. And so, still, if, if I'm if I'm Benedict, I'm sitting here going now. Now, if I'm Benedict, like when all of a sudden this is a White House event, to now now at that point, at that point, if I'm Benedict, I go, oh no, no no no. You ain't changing the rules. Mm-hmm. This is this will either be a form or there will not be a speech. The only problem with that, Roland, um, speaking from my former perch as an HBCU president, is that how does it look to say the president of the United States cannot come? There you go. She's got Democrats there and you go. Republicans on her. So she's staff. so she's, she's got... caught between a rock and a hard yeah. place. Mm-hmm. But again, moving forward to any HBCU, especially dealing with this liar. Yes. Yeah. You better say to anybody. We gonna be involved in this thing or not? All right, folks, back to our Mark unfiltered video in just one moment.
Second Annual Life Load Jazz Experience in Cabo, November 7th through the 11th. I will be there broadcasting Roller Bart Unfiltered there on that Thursday and Friday. Uh, if you want to participate, if you want to come out, it's going to be a grand time. 14 amazing acts. Go to lifeluxjazz.com. But if you cannot make it, you can still check out the live stream. You can have a guest pass, folks, $10.99, to watch all of the concerts over the course of three days. I'm talking about some amazing artists. That, of course, is my frat brother, Jill Albright. Of course, we had Kirk Whalem on the show last week. He's going to be there as well. Some of the other people who are going to be in the house, actor, comedian, Mark Curry. Oh, my goodness. Donnie McClurkin, Alex Bunyong, Raul Madon, Incognito, Pieces of a Dream, Average White Band, Shalea, Roy Ayers, Tom Brown, Ronnie Laws, Ernest Quarles. Man, it's going to be jam-packed. If you want to get the live stream, go to GFNTV.com. That's GFNTV.com. GFNTV.com. You can watch all three days, live stream, all the concerts right here on your phone, on your iPad, on your computer, just for the cost of $10.99. So we certainly want you to do that, and we look forward to the Life Lux Jazz experience there in Cabo. Now back to your Roland Martin Unfiltered video. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.